Hello, everyone. This is Motel A&M. I'm Michael, joined with Alex. It's a podcast where we talk about everything and anything. But let's get started. Uh, so we're uh, first of all going to thank all the listeners for all the support that we've been getting so far. Um, I'm pretty sure we're very overwhelmed with all the the good, uh, you know, good cheers we're getting our way right now. Yeah. Um, in real time, or technically this would be played on another day, but we didn't really plan on telling anybody about this until we get a fifth episode. But so far, I think we're both really excited for this. It's something we are passionate about. And today, I could not wait to record. So I am ready to get this episode started. But I do want to put a disclaimer out. Anytime I mention something, I don't want people to take it too um, personal. Uh, not personal. But with the world going on, things do change. Facts do change. And I don't want people to kind of... How would you say? How would you put this? Probably not take it the wrong way. Or Yeah, don't take, don't take what I say like take it with a grain of salt how about that <laughs> that's a good way to say it. it yeah because i don't want something to come back to me and you know after yesterday kind of listening to the episode and learning from it i've learned to probably do a little bit of fact research and i will be doing that so make sure we get the facts right uh, but remember like things do change facts do change so at one point it could be one thing and then you know two or three weeks later it's another thing we're really just doing this just for fun and as a hobby on the side. Yeah, honestly, this is straight hobby. We don't want to feel like we have to be censored, but we do understand that there are things we can and can't talk about. And when we do talk about certain things, we want to make sure that we're right about it, or at least we get majority of it right. Not just, you know, uh, kind of, excuse my French, but half asset is a good, perfect way to put it. <laughs> All right, Mike, I think, uh, <laughs> That's a good segue to uh, talk about our topics for today. Yeah, what's up? All right. Well, <clears throat> I want to talk about trends because that seems to be a big thing every single year, even even every month. Trends. I feel like that's that's perfect because what? OK, you go first. I'm going to ask you another question. Go ahead. Okay, I, uh, I just I just wanted to say, like, do you think TikTok is a perfect trendsetter? Not perfect, was, but like is like the lead. Question. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like the leading thing in like trend setting. Everybody hops on to something that's like, I don't know, maybe get some views or something. Yeah, and um, I'll segue into something else uh, after this, but I do feel TikTok is something that's so big that, you know, it captured the whole world when everyone was so upset that it might get like, you know, canceled here in the US. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people make money off of that. A funny but... thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're, you're, you're fine. Um, <clears throat> I do feel like it does take a lot of our time to we're like, oh, this is funny. I'll send it to my friend mm-hmm. or you'll just be on there for like hours and you don't even know you're just scrolling through it. I definitely do find myself like I should be studying and um, laying on my bed just watching some random TikToks. But it's funny that you mentioned TikTok is actually today on my way home. I was actually thinking about asking you about the whole TikTok situation. I don't know if you know anything about it. Who bought out for if they're getting sold or did they get sold? Do you know anything? So the last I did hear was, um, I think, uh, Oracle. Don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. No, Uh, I heard the same thing, too. Oracle was buying them out um, because I did know that their deal was coming to an end. And, you know, uh, don't not to get political here, but 
Trump, you know, did set a date for them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that, that's, that's the last card. That's another thing is like, so if they're going to be a U.S. company now, does that mean they're going to have stocks? Oh, I didn't think about that. Because I think that should be something people should look out or like look on the horizon for because TikTok is insanely popular, especially in the okay. U.S. You don't know how many people were like so affected or would be affected by that. And now that they have uh, kind of like ambassadors for TikTok, like David, what's his name, Dobrik, mm -hmm. um, and many other Charlie, whatever her name is, the, big, the biggest ones, like the biggest ones, like they I feel like they're the face of TikTok now and they're bringing in people left and right. And it's a good thing because people need like an outlet to kind of um, relieve stress or just find a little bit of happiness. But I do feel it's important to kind of, you know, set limits. Don't don't stay on too long. We're also procrastinating. You'll never get anything oh, done. And yeah. uh, I, I am known to procrastinate a lot and not get stuff done. Mm -hmm. as probably a lot of people are. And it's good that we have it because, like I said, like with COVID going on, yourself. yeah, with COVID going on, like it's kind of like that little like light in the tunnel where it's it was like, like the perfect thing that distracted us for COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine how else. I am a little late to the whole TikTok thing. Like I barely made it count like a <laughs> month or two ago. And so like I'm on there and I'm, I do laugh a lot. I find myself laughing a lot. Let me, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you're, you're almost getting to that point where you're not, let's say, uh, quote unquote, hip. And you're not like, what's going on with the youth? Oh, so like you like kind of aging myself. Like I yeah. kind of no, no, I, I totally get that because I look at these. I'm like, what's going on? And, uh, you know, you could tell with the way my brother jokes around. Mm -hmm. His humor is completely different from our humor and it just completely outdates it. And I'm like, man, I I know what they say when. Like you, you're feeling old, you know, it's a, it's a weird feeling because you don't expect to feel that because, um, we joke around with like, Oh my God, my body aches. I'm so old. And like an older person's like, you don't know what it's like to be my age. And now I just feel like I'm part of that group now. Like what's going on. Yeah. I, I mean, um, or fast food, you, where you, where I work at, you know, you surround yourself with a lot of high school kids. So mm -hmm. where I don't understand like, Oh, they just said something. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I feel like I'm out of the loop already. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, my little brother, dude, is it's wild trying to understand the lingo. I never really expected that to happen. But, I mean, COVID makes us do a lot of weird things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, one one thing I want to bring up to you, uh, were you ever a Dexter fan? The serial killer show? The show? No, I never watched it. I probably should. For any viewers that are, I just read yesterday dexter's coming back for 10 episodes in the fall of 2021 with the original cast i will not spoil anything i won't say much more than that but let me tell you man i am super excited that show is probably my favorite that's like the first show i actually watched i think um as like a young adult where i binged it like constantly i was at blockbuster uh you get like free movies each week and that was for sure. I was always getting a new set each week, just continuously binge watching. I think I've watched it like three times. Yeah. Um, speaking of shows, uh, we were talking about this yesterday. You haven't watched Breaking Bad. One I have days. not. I <laughs> have one, not. It's a really good show. I would definitely recommend to I anyone who hasn't seen it. I try to watch it in like the first or second episode. I couldn't get into it, but that's how it is with like every show. Like you have to get past like the first, second, or even third episodes to really like it. Like with Community, it took me a while to get into it. Now I love it. Oh, Community is probably top three. 
Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. <clears throat> uh, so we were t- uh, still speaking about trends. Um, I did, I did, uh, did some brainstorming earlier. And um, was there something like try to think back ten years ago where we were? I was, a, I was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were a senior. Do you remember any of the trends that were going around like ten years ago? Teach me how to dougie. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, I, I feel like the culture of dancing is never gonna die. It's, it's age always changing. Yeah, and it's always changing. There's always some new dance, and no matter how old you get, if you try to stay in the loop, like you're gonna. I mean, I don't have much rhythm, so when I do do some of these dances, <laughs> I just look completely like brain dead. <laughs> like it's not a good look. But yeah, I definitely remember some of the trends. The Dougie, the Doogie Dougie, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then the Whip Nanny started to come out. Yeah, the Whip. After. And then a few, if you go a few years even more back, uh, mm. teach me uh, how to jerk. Yeah, yeah. You're a jerk. Uh, that was not just only dancing. that, but like superstars, like not like superstars, but like celebrities, especially oh. in sports, would be just dancing after uh, a point or celebration. Like those are celebration dance, and that's I think what makes it even more like kind that's of iconic. What makes it blow up. Yeah, and then everybody's doing it now. Yeah, Especially remember, when you're in high school. I do remember um, in soccer, um, one of the soccer players in Italy started uh, doing the dab, and then it just took off after that. <laughs> when did the dab come out? Like, I feel like that's so recent, but like it's also becoming like outdated quickly. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and it's just like a trend for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's just a uh, dance. Uh, try to think about you know even phones. Uh, what was the iPhone at? that point probably like the five bro i don't know i honestly well in high school all right let me let me let me share a little bit of my high school phone i didn't get a phone till i was uh i believe in high school and it was like yeah it was like this big like black beetle like this is like this tank of a phone (laughs) (laughs) the blackberries Uh, no dude it was i'm trying to think i can't i can't remember what it was it was a flip phone but it was also like this MP3 player. It was pretty oh. cool because like when you have it closed. It Those was, were the days. Yeah. Uh, and then I upgraded with Verizon to like this little like two, maybe one inch wide phone. And it was tiny, compact, and it would like flip out like a razor. And oh, I would always like pretend to. Sh- yeah, no, it wasn't a razor. It was just like, f- like not like flip. Like it would like. Would it slide up? And no, it, no, no. It slides to the side. Like it does like a 180. Was it something called like a kick? The juke. It was like the juke. I think it was oh, called man. or the switch. I don't know, but I would always oh, go around. <laughs> yeah, I would go around and I would just be like shanking people, like pretending to shank. And my mom's like, stop doing that. I was like, I can't. It's so hard not to. <laughs> but speaking of phones, um, did you hear yesterday the iPhone 12 was uh, announced? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did hear that. And pre-order starts today. Uh, the mini six ninety nine and the standard edition seven ninety nine. There's four models. That's wild. Yeah, I don't. Um, we do not want to separate the viewers, but I am definitely not a fan of the iPhone. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're not, not, but I feel like a lot of people are iPhone users, and nothing wrong with Android. I've had both phones. It's just uh, there's. I feel there's there, there's nothing wrong with iPhones. I just feel like it's very like pragmatic and very basic. Mm-hmm. That's fine for some people. That's just what they need, or it's like simplistic because yeah. that's one thing that I didn't. I had an iPhone, and then I went to the Samsung. Yeah, that's 
the S9, yeah. And I liked it because you could customize it. But then, like, I just got tired of it. And then I was like, I need to go back to iPhone. Uh, <laughs> but there are a lot of, like, um, Apple fanboys probably listening. And I'm pretty sure they're happy to hear that MKBHD is a fellow or, or YouTuber that I love, I love to watch for all my tech stuff. And uh, you may have heard of him if you're involved in the tech uh, world. Not me. No, he <laughs> thinks he thinks that next year, when the next iPhone comes out, there will not be uh, a charging port, and it's because yeah, on the new I've, iPhones, I did hear about that. On the new iPhones, they have what the Apple Watch has. It's like this magnetic, and you just it just like satisfyingly snaps to the charger. Oh, kind of like wireless charging. Yeah, and it's actually pretty decently fast, and that's why a lot of the uh, uh, new iPhones aren't coming with any charging cables because uh they figured that everybody already has a charger laying around if you've been yeah. an apple fanboy for so long so i thought that was really interesting and the prices were even a lot cheaper the uh, iphone 10 was going for like what 1100 1200 and now the iphone 12 is going for 699 for a mini and 799 for a base and that doesn't include like your trade-ins either I wouldn't know if that's expensive or not. <laughs> well, I mean, in the world of Apple, that's pretty decent. I think it's a good deal because you trade your old phone in, you get at least two fifty to like four hundred apparently, and trade in credit. So that phone now becomes a eight hundred dollar phone to like half that, fifty percent off, pretty oh, much. Pretty good. Which is a steal, yeah. Pretty good for iPhone. The one thing I do have to pick with Samsung, I did. Uh, they they advertise fast wireless charging. Let me tell you. It takes about six hours to charge a dead phone. Really? Yeah, it's. But when you plug it in, you know, you could charge your phone like in an hour uh, 15 from mm-hmm. dead. Well, oh, so... you remember the Pixel? Was it the Pixel that would charge like. Oh, yeah. After the Pixel first came out. Honestly, dude, that was I was sold on that so much. Like, I thought that was so cool because batteries. I mean, if you're on your phone all day, especially. If you're out at work and it's slow, or if you're at school, or you're just bored at home and you're using your battery all day, like it's going to drain. And having something like that was pretty innovative. This is crazy how far, like, like you said, like how far we've been, um, how far yeah. we've come. Yeah, that was one of the topics I did want to talk about. Uh, that we kind of like went into technology, like how much time we spend on stuff, just on our phone, internet, computers. Yeah. So, like, Dude. I don't want to ask, like, is there anything you spend too much time on besides TikTok uh, that we went over? Well, actually, I wrote a speech about how technology is uh, affecting us on our on a mental health level, and ultimately, I spend the most time on my phone, and I think a lot of us spend a lot of time because it's like a mini computer, like in your pocket. You could take it out anywhere. You could watch YouTube. You could watch Netflix. Like anything that you want to do. You could practically do it on your phone. Right. And for sure, my phone is probably the one thing I spend a lot of time on if it's not TikTok. <laughs> and actually, uh, Netflix. Uh, not Netflix. YouTube. YouTube. I yeah. watch a lot of YouTube. Not as much as some of my friends that I know who watch like 30 to 40 hours. <sighs> Put me on the spot here, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are your, some of your favorite YouTubers? Um, I do love the Sidemen. I'm pretty sure you know that. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching them since they came out in 2013, man. Who's your favorite? Uh, uh Sidemans. Uh, 
And that's a hard one because I always get asked this and I'm like, they're all all unique in their own way. Yeah. They all have their own sense of humor. And I, I can relate to all that. Yeah. Um, but if I really had a pick, probably Ethan. Cause that man has such a distinct laugh, and like he just will find anything really funny, and that'll just like, you know, like warm your heart, you know, like mm-hmm. laugh along with him. Yeah, like that. It's like the laugh's contagious, pretty much. Oh yeah. Really contagious. And he has a, such a distinct laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, also, man did lose a lot of weight. I do commend him on that. Something I can't put myself to do. Well, it's it's, it's a hard. tough battle. It's a tough battle, I think, a lot, especially with COVID going on, you know? Yeah. yeah with all the gym shutting down, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, YouTube, I do spend a lot of time on. Uh, you were asking my favorite YouTube. I do watch the Sidemen a lot. Um, if I ever do need Kars, uh help, there's a guy that I've been watching for a long time called Chris Fix. And he'll put so information into it. I pretty much know how to fix my entire car because I can <laughs> take it all apart and put it back yeah. together. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my car again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, that's probably what YouTube is mostly used for me is just like educational purposes because you could right. you could learn pretty much anything. Like I am uh, learning Japanese right now and I spend a lot of time. Even my professor refers to YouTube a lot and it's just such like a blessing that we have something like this to help us. Uh, yeah. become more and more experienced and i guess like wise and knowledgeable and all the other good stuff uh i do use it a lot for food too as well like food mm-hmm. recipes something mm-hmm. i want to try like i feel like anything you want to learn you could find it on youtube right especially well for anyone who doesn't know we were doing this on pc um oh, i yeah. pretty much learned everything on pc because of youtube and mm-hmm. i just was like you know this isn't that bad i'll build my own pc and then i ended up helping uh michael with this Mm-hmm. Super so, grateful. <laughs> YouTube is amazing. YouTube, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. YouTube is probably like a godsend gift for everybody. <laughs> and there's something for everyone too. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know about that. Uh, what was it like? <laughs> that eleven-year-old you were saying that he just unboxed toys. Oh, like, like Ryan's toys yeah, or yeah, something. Like that blew my mind. Like I didn't even know about him. He has like millions of uh subscribers no dude he doesn't have millions he has like millions and millions and millions he has like the world is his income was i think he was like the highest grossing like kid one year youtuber and i was like that's insane but like it makes sense because he's a kid he catches all the other kids attention and there's probably like 10 times more kids than there are adults in the world right into like toys but you know what we were saying about trends and all that and Mm -hmm. technology i feel like the kids that are coming up now they've grown up with that like we growing up didn't have the best thing we had was probably you know what tv Mm -hmm. that's all the technology like these kids are like meshed with yeah uh, technology they grow up with this kid pretty much too i feel like we grew with it but they were like it was meshed into their dna (laughs) kids nowadays have like a phone like at four years old like it's insane i've seen some some yeah and uh, my brother, I'm going to use him because, you know, he's 10 years younger than me. And at like five, six and seven, he was taking pictures. He was learning. He could hack into my mom's phone practically and unlock it through her password. Like he's a smart kid when it, when when he was little. Now, I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> little little dab at him. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Like uh, when we were talking about phones, I didn't get my first phone until I was eight. 
I'm oh, wow. Eight, not eight. I'm sorry. Eighth grade. <laughs> I was about to say that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no. I think like I was like 15 or like 14 yeah, I when I got. Like, maybe even younger. I don't know. I was coming out of the middle school and that was like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. That's when you, I'm pretty sure you know that's when like the razors are coming out, you know. Dude, everybody had a razor. Like, I, yeah. I know everybody had razors and everybody had a phone before I did. And I was like, eh, do I really need a phone though? And I just wanted, because, you know, the razor was a flip one. So I was like, mm-hmm. man, I want a flip phone too. Do you remember there was like this chocolate phone that oh, I forgot what it's called? It was you're like razor chocolate. Brain. You're picking my brain. And like everybody so- wanted it. Does sound familiar. Definitely, we got to look into that again, dude. Like we're just, just rediscovering like everything from our childhood. <laughs> yeah. We're probably dating ourselves real, like, real bad. <laughs> well, people know how old we are now. Yeah, and I um, hope like a lot of our viewers could like, or our listeners, sorry, uh, will be able to kind of have like share that same moment with us. Like, man, like we are old. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting question I had for you. Mm-hmm. So technology is so prominent now, you know, around us and mm-hmm. like so important. So like, you know, you have social media, you have like, uh, you know, you're on YouTube all the time, even on this, you know, but what's the longest you've been like off the grid, like off online? Like not online, like, like in- without interaction. Yeah. Honestly, probably when I was a kid, when I used to get grounded. <laughs> I not believe that. <laughs> yeah. And now as an adult, like I do see some of the things that are really bad with social media and the internet and the things that we're exposed to, especially at younger ages, uh, that does have a big influence of how we think and how we think the world um is operated pretty much or how it runs. Uh and I always try to like I always tell myself, I'm getting off Instagram. I'm getting off Facebook. I'm getting off this. I'm just going to spend less time. But I find myself going back after like a week or two. Yeah, it's uh, really hard. It's really hard because everybody is on it. It's like a diet. You know, if if you're the only one dieting in your household and everybody else around you is eating junk food, you're not going to last very long unless you have like the a most insane time. Arnold type self-discipline, you know, yeah. like for a lot of us, like that's hard. And I feel like it's also like... uh don't don't like a don't as James would say don't crucify me for this but I feel like social media is also like a, a, an illness because we've gotten so addicted oh, yeah. to it and everybody's on it and it's hard to get away from it just like food's an illness for a lot of people like we have a food addiction and we can't stop ourselves because it's it tastes good and it makes us feel really good too yeah they so I would say that's the issue with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I would say that probably when I was a kid I got grounded for like a week. Like my dad took my phone, the Xbox, uh, Facebook password, like all that good stuff. Yeah, we didn't have a computer in my house until I was probably like a sophomore. So the worst thing that would come to me was my mom would take my phone away and hide my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Those <laughs> were the days where you, you, oh man, I would. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick story. I was talking to my parents and I remember I don't we don't know why I got so angry, but I got so mad. I got a razor and I cut like the inside of my dad's expedition up. And I I was just remembering, like, I don't know why I got so angry. Like, was mm-hmm. did I get grounded for some something? Um, and, like as kids, like 
that's like the world to us because it's something like especially when you're when you're that young like getting your playstation or phone taken away like it really did feel like the end of the world it really did like uh you pretty much felt like you didn't have a <clears throat> anything else to do I, but, I mean yeah yeah um going off of what you were saying um when my mom would take my my phone or my you know my playstation away I would, I would be mad. I'm like, oh, then I'm going to retaliate, too. <laughs> so my mom would like, uh, you know, watching TV, you know, watching the soap operas. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, well, now you're not going to watch them. I'd take the controller. And then she'd oh. come <laughs> be like, where's the controller? <laughs> I, I don't know. I must have lost it. What? I might, I might show up if my phone pops up. Nah. <laughs> Dude, that's so savage. <laughs> I've never heard of a kid ever, like, do that, like equalize the playing field well, like, you know you're so upset you're just like let me go do something to uh, the dude that's that's so funny i i i honestly have never heard of anybody doing like it everybody I always talk to they're always like yeah i would just hit the wall and you know who knows what what people do now but like god I, i'm glad you shared that because that's pretty funny <laughs> I love the playing field man yeah uh one thing i want to bring up You'd mentioned this uh, yesterday as we left the podcast after recording. I want to hear, if you're willing to share. Oh, no. Uh, you said you might have uh, shoplifted as a as an adolescent or younger. Uh, any police uh, hearing this? I'm not in front of I shoplifted and gave it back. Uh, I will. When, <laughs> when you're done, I'll go ahead and tell you my story. <clears throat> All right. So... <clears throat> When I was younger, um, we lived in these apartments right across the street from a grocery store. Um, very local store, like everyone in town goes to it. And, um, you know, as I said before, my parents weren't very rich, so we would buy the necessities and go home. Um, so one day, uh, at the checkout stand, I was like, oh, there's a Snickers. Let me just put the Snickers in my pocket. And uh, we literally lived across the street from the store, so we'd walk there. And uh, I took it out. And my mom's like, why do you have that? I didn't pay for that. She made me go back and apologize and give it back. And take in mind, I was only like probably like seven years old. (laughs) And I mentioned my English wasn't so good. And she said, you're going to go over there and apologize and give it back. And I'm going to still pay for it. Oh, man. That was the most degrading thing of my life. (laughs) I was only seven. Were you nervous? Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> Not even, you know, I had to confront my parents and, you know, they still punished me. And then I had to go to the store and tell them I did this. And, you know, you still go back there because it's like right across the street, you know? Yeah. So did you ever show yourself after? <laughs> I go there all the time. But you know. it's like they have like your little face, like on the little yeah, yeah. Uh, wall, like watch out for this one. He's a like, wanted criminal. <laughs> when we go to the Chinese and it's like these people. Don't pay, don't pay, don't pay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't serve these people. The wall of shame. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my story is kind of the same. Uh, so, I was probably around the same age, seven, maybe even nine. I was young, and I had this weird fascination with these toothpicks that had umbrellas. Oh. I don't know if you remember those, but they were like, they had like this little like device, and you would pull it up the toothpick, and it would open the umbrella up. Did you remember those by any, any means? I, I don't. No? Anyways, I, I don't even know why I even had like this weird obsession with them. 
but I did. So we went to Walmart. I remember I there was a like a little like box full of them, and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna take myself a handful, and I <laughs> put it in my pocket. <laughs> and uh, we got home, and I rushed immediately inside, and I put it on my sister's like kitchen like plastic little toy set. I don't even know what it. <laughs> It was like a little kitchen, but like yeah, those four foot, yeah, like four foot tall kitchen sets. And I put it in the microwave and I ran. I was like, I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll come build you guys later. <laughs> and my parents are like, they thought she stole it. Oh, and so they were, know. yeah, they were asking her questions. So like, where did you get these? Pretty much the same thing. Like your mom, like, where'd you, where'd you, why do you have that? And so she's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And she was young, dude. Like, there was no way she could have possibly done it. <laughs> and they come to me. They're like, did you do this? I'm like, no. And I always blamed everything on her. My sister, probably the sweetest person in the world. Uh, when we were kids, I would always blame everything on her, though. She had my back. But, like, I would have always, like, turned it back on her. Like, no, she did it. Eventually, I felt really bad. I think I confessed. And they're like, you know what we're going to do? I was like, no. <laughs> Like, we're going to take you to Walmart and you're going to speak to the manager. And I just started bawling. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. please, mom, no. And so we go. And I remember uh, we're at like the customer return area mm-hmm. where they do like all the checks and stuff. Yeah. And they call the manager and I am just like shitting bricks. I am so scared. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say to this man. And he comes up and he goes, what can I do for you guys? And I remember this so good because it was the most terrifying, traumatic thing in my life. <laughs> to that point and my dad goes um my son would like to tell you something so go ahead and tell him and i was like uh, i accidentally stole these from you and i just bawling my head off and he's like i remember he gets on his knees like it's okay buddy but if we do it again we might have to take you to jail and oh, i just God. lost out like no, no jail. like i was really scared you know um you know sometimes like parents will like do anything that's scary and be like oh you know what? You want to keep them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take them to jail right now. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't do that. But man, was I scared! I I still remember that day. I was truly terrified. We are definitely not incriminating ourselves. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I've. We we gave everything back. Gave everything. Every umbrella. Probably. And, I think. And tears. <laughs> I think I took twenty eight. To be honest. And, and apologies. <laughs> But that story kind of reminds me of uh, my first date in elementary, or not elementary, but kindergarten. Do you remember your first date? Um, man, it's been so long, but somewhat. I remember I didn't want to leave uh, because I did go to preschool, but I, my parents uh, would walk me to school. There, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, you're not going to stay with me? Don't go. You know, <laughs> like, you're just a little kid. And uh, they're like, no, you got to go to school. And, um, you know, you're just in, and then you see your, your friends and you're like, ah, whatever. I'll see my parents later. No, <laughs> no, 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 not for me, man. I didn't go to preschool. Um, I have no idea why I didn't go, uh, but I didn't go. And so my first day, it was Walmart all over again, like mm-hmm. bawling, not letting go to my dad. Like my, my dad, uh, he still is my superhero, but like. You know, you see your dad and your mom like as like the ultimate beings of the universe. Like they will yeah. protect you from everything and anything. And I was not letting go. And my teacher at the time was named her name was Mrs. Chu. Shout out to her, probably one of the best kindergarten teachers I've ever had because she was so sweet. 
and I was extremely terrified. I was crying. I didn't let go. And my, I always tell him this. I'm like, you wonder why I am the way I am today. You think back on this day. And they told me, like, do you want a big gulp, 32-ounce soda like mom? And I was like, soda? Yeah, like the big. And you remember, like, from Circle K, like, the huge yeah. gulp that they used to serve? I thought I was going to get that. They're like, okay, what soda do you want? And I told them the soda. And they said, okay, we're going to be right back. We'll get you oh, that big soda. They scammed you. They, they played me. <laughs> and I sat there terrified with all these little kids. I don't like, know. You're excited. You're like, I'm going to get a soda. I'm gonna get no, a soda. I was, no, I, I wasn't excited. And then after like 30 minutes or an hour, mm-hmm. I realized they're not coming back for me. And I started crying again. I was like a big crybaby in kindergarten. Um, I think when they picked me up, they hugged me and they're like, you did it. You're, you, you did it. I don't think I got that soda. I don't remember drinking a soda. I would have remembered if I drank soda, but I do remember I got played. I got scammed. In the back of your head, you're like, you you know what you did. I'm never going to forget this. Don't, remember, <laughs> don't think I forgot. Don't think I forgot. <laughs> exactly, dude. Uh, those were the days, man. Um, well, shout out to my teacher. My teacher was uh, Mrs. Hansen. I still remember seeing her around when I got older, and she was like, my God, you're you're big now. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, weird, like <laughs> it's so weird when you see like your elementary school teachers because I feel like they were in my experience they were some like the coolest teachers I've ever had like maybe because we were kids and mm-hmm. kudos to them because they had to deal with like what 15 I don't know how many kids were in a class at one point but and I used to have like uh, like 20 to 30 kids yeah and you know kids at that age they're not very disciplined and they're very like just and obnoxious and yeah they don't listen very well so shout out to all the people that want to be uh elementary school teachers <laughs> yeah yeah um, i i would see i still see um miss garcia i don't know if any of the listeners in our area know who she is but she was a teacher in like second grade if she became a principal then she became like the area what do they call the area supervisors Probably for like the district, and I always remember oh, seeing her. Yeah, there we go, superintendent. God, it, I feel so old now. I don't remember things. <laughs> um, the one way uh, my teachers used to try to, you know, as you were saying, uh, try to control us because we're so you know, obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they did this for you, but we used to have like cards with our names on them, and if you were behaving bad, you had to go pull a card. Um, so it started off with you, everyone started out with green for the day. And then if you, uh, if you were really being really bad that day, you had to go pull a card and you're on, you're on like your first warning. So it'd be like, like a yellow. yellow. Yeah. yeah. And then it could lead up all the way to like a referral or like, you know, uh, a call to your parents, you know, mm-hmm. like really drastic stuff. So my dad caught on to it. He's, um, cause if we, uh, were on green all day, my first grade teacher would give us a stamp. Mm-hmm. My dad caught on. He's like, "Next time you don't bring that stamp, there's gonna be trouble." Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, you obviously know, man's out here, you know, not getting green some days. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember the cards, and do you remember the stickers, like the gold stars? Yes. Man, every single week, I always wanted to be the highest one. I'm very competitive. I think as an adult, I've kind of like mellowed out. When I was a kid, 
I saw nothing but first place, and I was very competitive. I I feel pretty bad because I would say some mean things as a kid, and even as a teenager, I remember I told one of my friends like "f off," like a good friend, <laughs> because they they like. Have you ever played the game Life? No. Anyways, that game is pretty much like as it is like life. You get a job and you could have people sue you. And this person oh. made my family sue me like four times in a row. And I was like, F you. And I just walked up and left. Like I was a super sore loser. I'm glad to say with a lot of therapy, <laughs> I, I've, I've changed. I'm a different man now. This is a, I've uh, suggested we get Monopoly and uh, I guess suggested otherwise. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dude, I suck at Monopoly. I think the last time I played, I was just so like out of it. I was like, eh, it's whatever, you know. One yeah. thing um kind of wanna kind of transition to. I'm curious, what kind of cartoons did you watch like as a kid? Like Ooh. what were your some of your favorite ones that you used to watch? Well, I did uh, mention some yesterday when I was little. Uh, Blues Clues was a big one, um, Magic mm. School Bus. Oh, man, I'm gonna hit some people with some throwbacks right now. Uh, I did watch a lot of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Every Saturday. Or coming after school, the, there was always a show at 4. Power I remember... Rangers. Yeah, you get Power Rangers. Uh, and there's a lot. Tom and Jerry, for sure. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scooby-Doo. Is there any one cartoon in particular, like... You, if you would or could, and I know you can, um, that you would go back and rewatch as an adult. Funny you say that because there's times where I just like reminisce and Mm -hmm. I'll go back and watch like Blues Clues and I'm like, man, this was such a good show to Mm -hmm. teach kids. I feel like it still is. Oh yeah. I don't know about now nowadays, like with the the new new, the new show, but like the older shows, especially like the first gen, I guess, of shows were really. Really educational. Yeah, that's what I was to say. I was um I used to watch a lot of PBS uh stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um and I felt like a lot of stuff was really educational, like it really actually helped uh, you know, the younger generation. Yeah. But I feel like there isn't much of that. Like nowadays, like you turn on the TV in the morning, you won't you won't see that. You'll see a lot of like news. And I feel I like I feel like TV's I, dying. Oh yeah. Like television itself, like Comcast and DirecTV. In my household, we don't have any of those. I don't think we do. We have YouTube, we have Roku, we have YouTube, <laughs> Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that stuff is like what we used to do is is no longer there. Yeah. And I'm not I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Um I don't want to transition to something else too much, but <clears throat> me and my uh, one of my good buddies, we are really into wrestling. And, um, you know, that industry is, you know, it has its ups and downs a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, recently they expanded it to like three hours. But, you know, um, no one has that much time to like watch something for three hours. Mm-hmm. So instead what they're doing is like, you know, breaking up, you know, the wrestling segments and putting on YouTube. Oh, nice. So I feel like that's also taken away from TV because their TV ratings are dropping hard. And yeah. I feel like people are just like, you know, why do I have to watch the show if I could just watch, you know, sip, uh, you know, little snippets of it and not even like a third of the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do feel like people are swaying so much away because, you know, everyone's always like, you know, Netflix, 
YouTube, Hulu, all that. People don't want to watch, you know, regular TV. Even for sports, I don't really watch them unless it's like the replay reels and like kind of like the summary of the game, the highlights. I remember last year I wasn't really into football, um, but I would watch the highlight reels and just kind of see the summary of what went down, who won. And uh, I think a lot of it, too, is like that generation of kids that used to watch a lot of TV, like we're growing up and we have things to do and. Because you got to remember, like, TV's been out for a while, but I feel like the 90s been. <laughs> yeah. The 80s, 90s, 2000s, like, those were the days to, like, binge watch just a regular TV. And yeah, now... Like we're transitioning from TV to, like, uh, you know, the other technology. Yeah, That's the other streaming right services. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't um, Home Improvement, uh, Tim Allen and the other dude, like, coming back with the show on Netflix? Oh, no idea. <laughs> I've always, I never liked that show because <laughs> I, I don't know. I just never liked it. But I did read something recently and it said that they might be coming back with the show. And that's just like, it's like adaption, I guess. You have to be able to adapt to right. the world and how it changes or else you're just going to fade fade to the to the darkness and never be remembered. Like um, Clifford. <laughs> oh my god yes that's another show i used to watch i don't feel like i see clifford as much as like arnold and the teletubbies and Man, all that good stuff i feel like i'm five years old again <laughs> <laughs> what um, are you gonna say yeah so what you're saying like to adapt like not to go back on youtube but man i'm pretty sure you know who ksi is yeah and you know that man is you know I don't want to throw shade at him. He's probably not the brightest person, you know, when it comes to like intellectual stuff. But as a businessman, he's expanding. You know, he's he did some acting after YouTube. Now he's like throwing in music, but as a hobby. But you know, he's expanding everything. You know, just in case you know one day YouTube is just done. No, you know? I think I think that's you know that's super smart for people who have like an established audience. Yeah, they, they could branch out into other you things. You just be like, like, "Hey, check this out." I feel like a lot of YouTubers, like as soon as they get like you know past a hundred thousand or whatever views, they start selling merch, and that opens up more doors oh, yeah. to doing other things. And it's a super smart move, and to be able to be like part of that generation where the internet was so it's it's you know relatively young still. And they were able to jump in, make careers out of it, expand and broaden their horizons and just like live off of it, doing something that they enjoy. Now, I'm pretty sure they get super hectically busy. But for the most part, like they're making good money, I would assume. But also, I'm pretty sure you can uh, back me up on this. It's it's hard, you know, just us thinking of topics, you know, them trying to make videos. Yeah, especially being like original. Right. Something that are like you know will grab people's attention real quick. Uh, originality is something. I think, yeah, I feel people do struggle with that because, like, especially now. Uh, like I said, the internet is young, but we have so many like content creators uh, who have just like I don't want to say scratched the surface, but they have like done almost everything and anything you can do with the internet now there's things that we can't do but like for them like for the i don't even know how to say this because it's so it's so hard to think of 
Like we know that there's endless amounts. We have a lot of people. We have a lot of creativity on the earth, but we all kind of write off the same thing. You know, like someone does like Casey Neistat, who is doing the vlogs. Right. He got super popular with those vlogs because they were so like aesthetically pleasing to everybody. And then people started copying him. And then that's kind of like how like creators and I'm not saying they're copycats. They, they do what they see and they like it. Just like us, like, we're doing a podcast because we like it. We enjoy it. Um, we were super nervous about it. Everybody does. I mean, not everybody, but there are people that have done podcasts who have been really successful. I don't think we're that's in our motives. We're just literally doing this as like a hobby. Right. I just feel like um, some people just need to get like that little spark <clears throat> going, like get ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. Just so like, you know, oh, he did this. Let me try something else. We'll put the little twist on it. Yeah, adding like their own originality. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Now, you did mention hobbies. Uh, what are some of your hobbies? Hobbies. <laughs> well, then, you know, <laughs> as a young, you know, strapping lad of 25, <laughs> does work count as a hobby? I, I know you're a word, uh, woodworker, craftsman <laughs> on the side. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. I do like um, when I can cook, I do like to cook. Because yeah. I do like uh, hearing people's feedback, and if if it's positive or negative, I do uh, like seeing people enjoy what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna be one, probably one of my biggest hobbies, just doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like uh, researching, like just the most random stuff. Um, I'm really, I don't know why, but I really like looking at stats for some reason. Stats? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, you know, just of like, uh, I'll be on Reddit and just there's a subreddit I follow. Just it's called Stats, mm-hmm. and it's just just random things like I didn't need to know this, but okay, <laughs> this is now in my brain. It's like not that you care, but now that you know, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, or, those sometimes might come in handy with like conversation starters. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it. Um, I wish I had more, but very boring person <laughs> no you're just busy <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll stick with that one uh my my hobbies uh i do agree with you with the cooking like there's something like super satisfying about cooking something that you see bring joy to people and they're like when are you gonna do it again when are you cooking this again mm-hmm. it's like a really good achievement because both of us we're not trained chefs in any way we learn everything from youtube uh gordon ramsay's a big guy that i <clears throat> i think we both like love oh, to watch man. we could binge watch hell's kitchen and kitchen nightmares master chef all that those cooking shows i love to watch and i'm pretty right. sure you do too yep um and so just like that in itself is just such a huge hobby and you you could just learn so much podcasting is something i've always kind of wanted to do even before I met some of my friends and especially um, you, but like with you, like it was really easy to mesh with and talk to, especially on Rocket League when we're just like, just vibing out. Like it's so easy to talk and just maintain conversation. Not even paying attention to the game. Yeah. Like (laughs) we could be losing and we still don't care because we're just talking about whatever the topic is. And I feel like that's super important. And so doing that first episode with you doing this episode and hopefully doing episodes in the future 
I, I hope I enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it the very first day, which is I had a huge week. I mean, we both like were super excited. And even if it doesn't even like take off, like I don't think that's that's not my goal. I mean, it would be nice, but like I'm just doing it because it's fun and right. something new. And can't say how proud I am that we actually just recorded yesterday. Like yesterday's podcast was not supposed to be like. Even out yet. Yeah, like <clears throat> we just did it and we were like, let's. Oh, well, I mean, I just <laughs> I pushed everything up and we're both super proud of it. So we're, we hope that we maintain this type of excitement and uh, all the support we're getting. Yeah. Uh, another hobby. I used to love playing guitar a lot. Oh, but as I'm growing older, uh, I'm finding myself picking up the guitar less. And I think it's just life. Life kind of happens. Yeah. Like we get busy. Um, you know, some of us have to work. Some of us go to school. And like you said, life just gets really busy. I, I don't know if this is, oh, I'm pretty sure it's not a hobby, but I do like spending time with, you know, my friends. Mm-hmm. Whenever we can go out or just catch up over like dinner or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, social food. Just, you know, just having a little social life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel COVID really did push that one. Not down, but like, it sucks that we all can't hang out like every day or go out to eat. Yeah, even our, you know, our friend who uh, was with it for a while. Like, we haven't seen him in a while because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad he got better, though. Yeah. Him and his family, yeah. Um, uh, so let me, you were talking about searching up random stuff, and I decided <laughs> to search a random thing, and it might make you laugh. You might have heard it. You might have not. But I searched up what your, what your, what number one song or what song was number one on your birthday? And do you want to take a guess of what it was? Oh, you searched mine up. I did. Was it from this year? <clears throat> uh, it's from like the day you were born. Or oh. the day of the year. So September 1795. Oh, God. I, I'm glad I got that right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> huh. I know MC Hammer was. Just take one wild guess. I don't, I don't know if I've heard this song. Oh, so I. I was going to say Can't Touch This by MC Hammer, but I don't even no. know if that's right. Uh, let me know if you've heard of the song called Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio featuring yes. L.V. Have you heard yes. it? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. good song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was your slug. <laughs> did uh, you search up yours? I did search up mine. And let me tell you, I'm honored that I have such a big Was it the artist. next episode? Huh? Was it the next episode? What do you mean? The the song, the next episode. No, no, right? no, 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 no. It's 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 a her. She's oh. big. Probably one of the most iconic songs you'll ever hear. Really? Yeah. Uh one, two, three. It's called I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And uh, I was I was a little disappointed, but I'm like, that's a legendary song. That's a very big iconic. Song. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know. I wanted something like, I don't know. <laughs> something different but i mean it was was cool that i actually searched that up i did want to search up more people's um birthday songs but i decided not to i was like ah it's only me and alex we could talk about our songs man it's weird how i did want to talk a little bit about music um how music um just changes like even just every year Mm -hmm. like I'm a big like '80s head. Like I love like that '80s, you know, the beats, 
um just the rhythm and just like how lively it sounds but then like you go into the 90s you know you had um you had a tupac you had you know your whitney houston's you had your uh mc hammer um dr dre and then like snoop started uh started coming out mm-hmm. and it's like it's so different from what the 80s was like with madonna michael jackson you know all those big people yeah and yeah, it's music so is crazy how it transcends mm-hmm. music is always evolving and it's weird how certain songs are just like iconic and legendary right uh i actually was talking to another friend and Whenever we talk to my dad, we're always like, I feel like we both feel the same way about the 80s. Like, we feel like it's a was such like a cool time era. to grow up. Like, it was such a cool era to grow up in. And <clears throat> how we wish we were like born in the 80s. And of course, like people say, like, it is it was a little bit harder. Um, but I think I for the most part, like when I do ask people like what time they really enjoyed. And a lot of them do say like the 80s, 90s. Uh, 90s i was growing up in so like we had so much like i said the internet was still coming out um some of the funny like theories i guess there was the y2k bug was gonna end the world and it's just weird how things are like engraved in each year i guess or each century not even like that like every decade Mm -hmm. it's it's funny 2012 remember 2012 was supposed to end yeah that was um, a scary night. <laughs> I, I didn't even, uh, I ended up forgetting about it that whole day. And I'm like, and then I woke up the next day. I'm like, oh, so we didn't die, huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the 80s, it wasn't just the music that was good in the 80s. There's a lot of movies, like classic movies really? that are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I all day about those 80s movies. I feel 80s, 90s was, I already said it once. I'm going to say it again. It was a good era. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. 2000s, like, it was cool, but, like, I don't know. I don't... It was a big change to the 2000s. I feel like after the Y2K bug, like, everyone's like, all right, we're not going to... The world's not ending. Let's let's go all out. And they just, like, rushed into, like, so much much that happened. And, you know, it's cool to be part of, like, this part of history because we went from 1900s. Now we're in the 2000s. And it's just weird that. Do you remember MTV? Yes. Do you remember <laughs> music, like music videos? Yeah, the music videos. Like, yeah. I would love to see, um, kind of like a compilation. I forgot what the show was called, but it was like pretty much like music in the '80s, and they it was like like a, this cast, and they would talk about the songs. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, this part was so good," and I would like to see that in like the 2000, early 2000, 1990s, or maybe even like 2010s, because we're uh, we just, you know, hit 10 years from 2010 to 2020, obviously. And I'd like to see, like, that music change from the start of 2000 till you know, now, this year. Yeah. I feel like it would be really interesting. But not to go back uh, or keep harping on it, technology was kicking off again, too. That's what the whole Y2K bug. Yeah. And then people started getting so into, you know, putting that even in their movies, music, just fucking daily life mm-hmm. had technology just written all over it explosive in technology i mean the iphone went from we went from having these tanks 
PMC style looking artillery calling phones in like the 80s and 90s. The brick phones. Yeah, the brick phones to to having the first iPhone. And that's just crazy to to be a part of. Like now, like I don't think a lot of people like even care. They're like, oh yeah, like I was there when but like in like 80 years they're gonna be like, dude, like I was part of what you guys are holding now. Like we were the first gen to like really participate in the evolution of iPhone. Who knows if iPhone will even or Apple be a thing. Um, maybe there's going to be something else like Macintosh brand or something. You know, I know the same thing, but a different brand of Apple. I, I do remember when the iPhone was announced and everyone was going crazy about it. It was like so revolutionary mm-hmm. for the time. Um, man, it's just it's just like how technology is moving and so quickly. Like we wouldn't have thought of this like probably like 30 years ago. No, definitely not. I mean, maybe your phone. Maybe we did, but we just didn't have the technology. And I'm pretty sure there's people that are thinking of things like 10, 20 plus years in the future, but we just can't make it because we don't have the technology to do it. Yeah. It's super awesome to think that there's people out there that like have a vision of what they want to do and they're researching, they're putting resources into it. And eventually like it's going to be like this huge, I mean, life changing product, just like phones, mobile phones are today. Yeah. Um to keep on going on, you know, maybe we don't have technology to keep uh to you know probably expand on what we can do. Mm-hmm. I do like uh when I was growing up, man, I thought I was going to be an astronaut and all this and I loved anything that had to do with space. Mm-hmm. So what what do you what are your thoughts on like, you know, maybe going leaving Earth in the future? You know, it's probably definitely not going to be our generation. But, you know, probably um, going out because we don't have the technology to travel so far. Yeah, it would be a dream come true, to be honest. Like, I think I was in the same boat. I wanted to be an astronaut. And it's amazing to see that we could even go to space right now and send people there. Kind of like, and, and, and I say this on a dime because it was a lot quick. It's quicker to send people now than it was 40, 20 years ago, you know? Yeah. And like I said, it would be such... It would be so cool to like go out into space and see a different planet, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles. But and that can sustain life. Yeah, and worse, you know, necessarily, I don't have to step foot in it as long as I get to see it and be like, wow, like that's the future of humanity. I think that would be something incredible to witness. And we've been part of a lot of good things that have happened, despite 2020 being a pretty rough year. Uh, we can't deny that the past 20 years have been uh, life-changing for a, a lot of people. So it'd be cool. What do you think? I just, it blows my, um, not to go off a little bit, but it just blows my mind how incredibly massive the universe is. And I just can't like wrap my head around some people who say we were the only beings. Like there has to be something else out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like probably something we can't comprehend but something out there and something that'll be, you know, sustainable for life for us. It would be cool to, to finally know. Right. If there are things out there. And, you know, like you're saying, like, it's probably like, we're probably so behind in our technology that, you know, we probably won't get it for, you know, probably another 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. But I do find it very interesting when, you know, we find a new planet and it's like filled with like all this like random gases and all that. I'm like, 
it's amazing how yeah. how different a planet can be it's it's kind of it, like you said it is kind of uncomprehendable because we can't physically see it but it's something right. we're told that can exist and, and it does exist <laughs> yeah and it's out there so it's like it would be super awesome to kind of like i would love to like if i'm 80 or 90 and they're like we could travel to you know halfway across the universe in like a year who's up for it and i'd be like heck yeah man sign me up i am <laughs> down to go and sorry, sir, you're too old. <laughs> you won't <come> <laughs> I can't handle the, the G's. <laughs> uh, this episode has been a lot of nostalgia and just talking about the future. Uh, but we are approaching the hour mark. Is there any last things you want to say? I no, just just it's been really fun. I'm really enjoying doing this and just throwing everything on the table with you. Yeah, it's. I do love these type of talks, and I hope we can continue talking about this on the next episode. I did, uh, I did have a question for you. What's up? Um, you planning on having guests? You know, just someone to come on and share some thoughts with us. Yeah, um, I have a lot planned <laughs> for for both of us, and I wanted to run things by you after we end this episode. Um, I'll go ahead and kind of just touch briefly on that before we go. I do want to start getting our episodes recorded. I want to have a certain set before we start promoting. Because right now, a lot of listeners don't know that we're not promoting our podcast right now. We have it out, but we're not like saying, hey, come come take a listen. And that's because I want to make sure that if this is something we want to do, we're going to put like 110% into it um, and enjoy it while we do it. Because I don't want to make five episodes or ten episodes and then us kind of get lazy and then stop recording. But if it's something we see, we both can see doing, like I kind of want to start getting more involved with whoever's listening, you know, maybe make a Twitter and Instagram or just take questions from people. Anyone, anything they want to know or just yeah, like everything on the conversation. Yeah. Like, like, so I would love for that to happen, like very interactive because we want to be interactive with the listeners and we want to feel we want you guys to feel like you guys have a say what we're talking about too like if just there's connect some, with us yeah like that's pretty much what i meant like can you just connect with us and so that's there are big plans for us i think if we enjoy doing this i know we will um but that that'll be for another episode <laughs> can't wait for the next one yeah all right guys well this is motel a&m this is mike on alex signing off have Later. a good night guys